Welcome everyone back to the Athlete Maestro Podcast, the sports education podcast that helps young athletes like you break your mental and physical limitations in sports, as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals. I'm your host, Tola Uglewe, and this is episode 823. Love the trash talk, master the fundamentals, and be resilient. Arguably the greatest all-round player in the history of the NBA. Over the course of his illustrious career, he won three NBA championships. Today on the show, Boston Celtics legend Larry Bird. For some athletes growing up playing sports, they were virtually unknown. For Larry Bird, he was always a star and heavily recruited from an early age. He was a local basketball star, if you could call it that at the time. After high school, Bird received a scholarship to play basketball at Indiana University. Not all athletes are fans of the big life. Bird would drop out after a month and ultimately return to his hometown. He later attended Indiana State University where he would make his mark in his second year in college bird was drafted by the boston celtics number six overall in the 1978 nba draft bird elected to play his final year in college a decision that would change the face of basketball as we know it why you might ask because his final year was when he led indiana state to the ncaa final where they came up against michigan state a team that had a certain guy named Irving Magic Johnson. Their rivalry started on that day and would last their entire careers. A rivalry that coincided with the popularity of the NBA in the 80s. Although Indiana lost, Bird was the Naismith College Player of the Year. And of course, Bird's impact on the Boston Celtics was immediate. In his final season, he helped the team in his first season, rather, not final season, we're fast-forwarding. In his first season, he helped the team to a 32-win improvement. So, literally, if the Boston Celtics, the previous season, won 20 games, the new season, they won 52 games. That's a 32-win improvement. Unprecedented, and it had never been seen at that time before. This justified his $3.25 million contract. The highest paid rookie in history at the time. That first season, so that's the 79-80 season, he won Rookie of the Year and helped the Celtics to the conference finals where they lost to Philadelphia. The following year, which was the 80-81 season, they got revenge on Philly, making it all the way to the NBA Finals. And of course, Bird captured his first ring. They would meet again. The following year so the sixers and the celtics and of course this time it was philadelphia that won it wasn't until after 1984 that the celtics made it to the nba finals again bird would come up against magic johnson and the la lakers boston won the series in seven games bird was named finals mvp to go along with his league mvp crown from 1984 to 1987 Bird won three consecutive league MVP crowns. In that time, they also made it to three consecutive 
NBA Finals winning two. The one they lost was to the Lakers and Magic Johnson. As part of the 1992 United States Dream Team, Bird, along with an array of stars, including Magic and, of course, Michael Jordan, won the Olympic gold medal in Barcelona. Bird played all of his 13 seasons with the Celtics. And after retiring, he went into coaching, leading the Indiana Pacers to the 2000 NBA Finals. He's the only person to be named Rookie of the Year, League MVP, Finals MVP, All-Star MVP, Coach of the Year, and Executive of the Year. In 1998, he was elected into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Just last week, guys, I was telling you how when we were looking at Michelle Akers and how it had taken so long, you know, for me to even get to her and, and discuss her on the podcast. You could say the same for Larry Bird. As a matter of fact, I could not even believe that in over 800 episodes, we had not discussed Larry Bird once. I could not believe it, right? Maybe because we've talked about Magic Johnson. Maybe because we've talked about, you know, you having rivals in sports. And of course, he features in that story. Maybe, maybe, I'm not sure, maybe, but... It beat my imagination that we had never discussed Larry Bird on the podcast. Like, how is that even possible? One of the great, great players of the game. But it just tells you guys how much there is to learn from a lot of these successful athletes. But like I always say, guys, it depends on where in the journey you are. These three lessons that I share, it is not every single one of them that will be applicable to you. It depends on where you are in your journey what you're struggling with the current battles that you're facing that's what determines whether or not it's a lesson that applies to you at that particular point in time so you hear the three lessons pick the one that applies to you and of course run with it first lesson guys from larry bird is love the trash talk love the trash talk now i know this might not be for everyone right this might not be for everyone you know there are players or athletes who just like to go their own way right they they just like to do their thing but you know at some point in your career guys you know you're either on the receiving end of trash talk or you are the one dishing out the trash talk whichever one it is guys you have to love the trash talk if you know anything about larry bird you see him as this calm cool and collected guy right who you know doesn't talk a lot to the press and goes about his business but guess what guys on the court this was a guy who loved absolutely loved trash talking of course i just share with you maybe one or two stories of instances of things that he did like he was the king of trash talking you know so when you see other athletes in other sports so at the time that you're uh, listening to this of course um javante davis would have taken on um Rolly romero so uh, it depends on how that fight would have gone but those are two guys who are heavy in the trash talking business so some examples guys or some stories not examples stories of larry bird's trash talking so there was a particular game you know he played in the 80s against the atlanta hawks where he scored 60 points in that particular game now doc rivers who is the current coach if i'm not mistaken of one of the nba teams can't remember one, uh, remember which one specifically he was recounting this story and he talks about how larry bird got in the zone and he just started calling shots like literally started calling shots to the hearing of his opponent so he would come up he would say off the glass and obviously the ball will come off the glass right he would see one of the atlanta hawks players dominique right he was an up-and-coming player at the time and doc rivers 
talks about how larry bird literally tortured him mentally right he would take shots he would say who's next like who wants to guard him then he would ask his opponents questions where do you want this one from there was one particular one guys where so i think the atlanta hawks had scored a particular point right they had scored a particular point and then he was coming right from the backcourt and he called out the shot and he said in the <laughs> it's just it's funny man he says from the trainer's lap or in the trainer's lap now of course everyone was looking at him like what the hell is he talking about now what he meant was that he was going to drain a deep three a very deep three-pointer and guess what reggie brown who played for the atlanta hawks who was defending him at the time larry bird comes up drains this three-pointer in an attempt to block the shot reggie brown bumps into larry bird and guess what larry bird falls into the trainer's lap like pure coincidence you might say but larry bird called the shot he was the king of trash talking now there were times obviously if you know the nba all-stars very well they have a dunk contest a three-point contest and all of that there was the start of one of the uh three-point contests right and larry bird comes in he doesn't even take off his his training jacket right he comes in so all the players they usually sit by the sideline he comes into the arena comes into comes onto the court right and immediately he tells them looks them dead in the eye and he says hey who is coming second right who's playing for second and he began to throw drains all his three pointers and of course he won that's just are just two stories from the legendary larry bird guys you have to love the trash talk and this comes from two angles right the first angle is that you cannot always control the narrative of trash talking right you cannot always control the narrative of trash talking and if you can't control the narrative of trash talking then it means that whatever it is anybody says is going to get to you whatever it is anybody says is going to affect you you look at lebron james guys are always trying to trash talk him all the time sometimes you respond sometimes you won't respond but you know this is a guy who has come to love it he'll just smile sometimes you know you see same thing with steph curry right what they use right to get back at these guys is their ability to execute and play you see you cannot run away from the trash talking especially if you play individual sports yeah right which is one-on-one so you're playing tennis boxing mixed martial arts right you can't always run away from it you have to love it that's the first side the second side guys is when you have to respond when you have to respond now everyone would think or imagine that larry bird was a guy who because of the way he trash talked on the court he was going to be flamboyant off the court to the press absolutely not absolutely not this is a guy who was as quiet as they come he barely even talked to the press when he wrote his book drive right if you see how the press were so elated that they're going to get a glimpse into larry bird's life so the fact that he was trash talking on the court didn't mean that he needed to trash talk off the court right completely different personalities when we are on the court it's business and we saw something a little bit similar with michael jordan right he comes on the court guy's a beast right he's willing to take everybody's head off and of course talk you, you remember the free throw against uh, dikembe mutombo where he actually closes his eyes and he says hey mutombo this one's for you you know so you have to love the trash talk from two perspectives right from the point where yes you're not the one dishing it out but at the same time you know that it's a part of sports you are accustomed to it you train yourself not to respond the second one is where from time to time you have to dish it out dish it out on the court 
on the field of play when you're executing when you leave you can be a totally different person so don't feel that oh if i want to trash talk it's not just in my personality you can develop an alter ego on the pitch on the court for that specific reason first lesson guys from larry bird love the trash talk number two lesson guys is master the fundamentals master the fundamentals you see this is one of the things guys that i have seen that separates and differentiates the elite athletes from the average athletes like i would say it a million times you see for the average athletes you know you just want to wing it quote and unquote you want to wing it you just want to see how it goes you just want to um just you just want to keep just training you're just training right there is no specific approach to your training and of course that's one of the things that keeps you stuck at the level that you are you have to master the fundamentals larry bird was known as a guy who was always in the gym last week he talked about michelle acres and how she would be in college right well when she was in college right she'll be training with the female team when the female team finishes you wait and train with the male team always training last week wednesday as well when we talked about how to train like an elite athlete the mary bjorgin example first lesson was you have to train a lot there is no way you're going to seek to master the fundamentals on one side there's no way that you're going to train a lot and both of these things would not crisscross if you're training a lot what exactly are you working on if you're mastering the fundamentals how often are you trying to master the fundamentals and that is why guys larry bird is known as one of the most all-round players when you talk about a player that is all-round it means there's no chink in their armor michael jordan for example he could not rebound to save his life i mean yes i mean he could rebound but i mean it, i mean he wasn't it wasn't a great rebounder it was just there right you look at you know people like what lebron james three-point shooting yes good averages but it's not necessarily the large part of his game right steph curry rebounding you look but larry bird guys he was good at everything every facet of the game he was good at and the only way or the only reason he was able to do that was because he learned to master the fundamentals guys you're not going to master the fundamentals if you don't train a lot if you don't spend a lot of time in the gym if you don't spend a lot of time in the practice court on the practice pitch practice has to be a key essential of your vocabulary as an athlete it has to be a key essential non-negotiable and then there's no way that you're going to just train a lot if you're not mastering the fundamentals what exactly are you training a lot in and that's the question what exactly are you trading a lot in so there has to be a crisscross guys between those two master the fundamentals and then on the flip side at the same time train a lot larry bird was always in the gym always training always looking for ways to get better always looking for ways to learn and of course another thing you'll see with these elite athletes is that they work on their weaker skills the average athletes they always work on the skills they're already good at you know i can already do this thing then you know they want to do that more and more no 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 that's not how elite athletes train that's not how elite athletes work they work on the weaker things how else would you be all round if you're not working on the skills you're weak at you have to bring them you might they might not get to the level right where the things you're good at are but guess what you're trying to close the gap and this is where growth training and maintenance training comes in second lesson guys from larry bird master the fundamentals and the final lesson guys is be resilient be resilient and of course this starts from when bird was going to go to college right 
this is a guy who was from a small town and you know obviously like i said in the intro not everybody is a fan of this boisterous lifestyle you know you're all over the place you want to go shopping you want to go this there's always noise you're always no 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 not everybody likes that so when he went to indiana university he couldn't adjust right he found it extremely difficult to adjust what was it that he did he dropped out after a month now that dropping out after a month for many people it would have wrecked them it would have meant that they were a failure it would have meant that they were no good it would have meant that they didn't deserve to be where they were it would have meant so many things but for Larry Bird, it didn't mean none of that, right? Eventually, he enrolled in Indiana State University, which was closer to home. And of course, he just rode the ballpark. Now, you think that that would be the end, right? When he first got drafted or when he first started playing with the Celtics, because he got drafted, didn't go, waited the next year before he went. The teammates, his teammates, they didn't think he was that good. They didn't think he had that much to offer. They didn't think that there was anything special about him, right? He had to be resilient, not only to convince them that he could do the job, but to get better at his craft. Guys, you see, you're going to be faced multiple ups and downs from different angles, from different places, from different corners. Your ability to be resilient. So resiliency, you can term it another way by saying your ability to bounce back, your ability to stay the course, right? You're going to be faced with so many ups and downs. Your ability to bounce back, your ability to stay the course is going to be a massive difference maker in what it is that you're going to do. And of course, you don't get to the level of Larry Bird, 13 seasons with the Celtics, three-time NBA champion, goes on to coach and manage. So he was an executive in the NBA, coached the Indiana Pacers, was also an executive of the team. You don't do all of that or you don't get to that level without being resilient and of course you see there's always opportunities guys around you to test your resiliency there's always opportunities to test your resiliency you have to give into those opportunities it's not when something difficult comes you run away you come back when the thing has gone no use it as an opportunity to train yourself in how to be resilient and just a bonus lesson i shared this when we talked about Irving magic johnson you see you need rivals guys to push you and that's why larry better magic johnson from the moment their rivalry started in college, they pushed themselves all the way to their entire careers. It was so bad that when Magic Johnson had to retire because he contracted HIV, Larry Bird, when he came to the Boston Celtics training facility the next day, it was like as if his motivation had gone because his rival pushed him. You see, having a rival is extremely key for you guys. So go back, type in Magic Johnson, listen to that episode. I shared that lesson. On why having a rival is key for you very key because it's something that will push you give you enormous drive in terms of what you're trying to achieve three lessons guys from the great the legend larry bird love the trash talk master the fundamentals and be resilient be resilient athlete maestro guys episode 823 head over to the website check out the free and paid resources that we have for you there all of it is geared to helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sports as well as come up with a strategy and a plan to achieve your sports goals you're going to find resources both paid and free that help you do exactly that if you haven't subscribed to the podcast you haven't left us a rating and review what are you waiting for what your rating and review does 
is that it helps other athletes find the podcast know that this is a resource they can use to chase their goals in sports athlete maestro.com forward slash subscribe and if you have any questions whatsoever you want to ask me you want me to share it on the show send me a mail tola at athlete maestro.com tola at athlete maestro.com i catch you guys on the next episode of the show remember knowing is not enough you must apply willing is not enough you must do i want you to go out there learn all the lessons you can from the great larry bird i want you to go out there and i want you to be a maestro today and every single day <laughs>